For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Howdy, folks. Saxy Maxi here. DJs, it's time to talk about DJN gear. Have y'all been to DJN shop lately? It's got all kinds of great crap you can put a DJN logo on. For real. They've got teddy bears, Santa hats, aprons, ankle socks, water bottles, throw pillows, and even fruity mason jars that come with a straw and a handle. With creative, well-thought-out designs, you can directly support this podcast with a freaking mug. It's really that simple, and it does make a difference, folks. So please, head on over to AbsoluteDegeneracy.com, click on the DGen shop, do yourself a favor, and up your decor. Absolute Sports Betting Degeneracy. Um, I love you. I love you, Aaron Rodgers. Multitasking thing is hard, right? I'm out here driving, I'm thinking, I'm talking. I don't want to say the S word. You're a piece of shit. Get out of my face. Like, all right, cool. I'm going to go out and win this game for you, coach. You're going to be delighted. This is going to be a sexy maxi Sunday. Like, there's, you can just, you know, basically just pour hot fudge all over yourself because that's all, we, that's all we've done is just glorify everything sexy maxi this week. We're recording right now, Art? Yes, we're recording. Super. You know when, like, you want to say something and the words don't come to your, that you just can't get the words, and then you end up with hot fudge. And you're like, fuck, ah, what did I just say? <laughs> I leave the office for a couple days. I, I, the keys don't work anymore. I can't log into my computer anymore. You know, Panthers used to that. Yes. Millennials, millennials don't know what a tape is. Yes. Absolutely. This is why we wait a half an hour. This is why we wait so we, so we can get this level of performance. Is anyone getting you excited here? I'll never forget the first time I saw Gronk with a spike of football. It changed my life forever. The unrivaled power of his touchdown dance, the Gronk. It jet- jettisoned jiggled ribbons of electric jelly through my body and melted my knees like two pads of margarine. It turned me on quicker and made me wetter than any other time in my life besides my wedding night. I couldn't take it any longer. I was hot, hot, hot with need. And then I blurted it out. Who the hell knows why I said it, but I did. I said, spike me. What? Spike what? me. What? Spike me, Daniel, through the goalposts of life. Yeah, I don't even know where to go with this. I'm really at a loss for work. <laughs> well, goddammit, if I'm not high as a kite. Nah, she's oh a smoker, so it's, 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 it's oh. a dead deal. If she's a smoker, you can poke her. They made a huge leap. Uh, who's that guy at Max? I um, uh, can't, can't forget his name. Let's go dig first into this trap and take the San Jose Dental Academy. If I was a head coach looking for a job, I'd probably stick with unemployment. So many holes in this team. Here's some losers for you for this weekend. Howdy, homies, and welcome to the Sunday edition of the Absolute Sports Betting Degeneracy Podcast. My name is Saxy Maxi, and today I am joined by someone who will be tilting tonight, no matter what you're doing. It's Arch Stanton. Arch, welcome to the Sunday show. I want to be on tilt? Why am I going to be on tilt? Oh, I wonder why. I wonder why. You're a fan of the footballs, are you not? <laughs> casually you know casually uh, yeah i've well, been known to watch a game from time to time i see well and uh for the listeners who are not fully well acquainted with arch i mean arch what is your favorite team oh it's the uh kansas city chiefs oh and they happen to be playing tonight yes do they not well that should that should be a dandy should it not uh, well, hopefully hope we'll see 
Oh, I'm looking forward to it. I mean, when you see an over in the 50s and it's uh, well into January, you know that there must be some fire lit somewhere. <laughs> are you are you anticipating an over in that one? Who no. Okay. Absolutely. <laughs> Am I do do I sound like Sex Panther? I'm not <laughs> hopping on that. I'm not hopping on that. What was it? What was it? Did he hop on the over under and uh, which which one from yesterday that definitely didn't go over? Well, neither one went anywhere close. Which one did he? Let me pull no, no, up. but I thought that he was in one. I thought that he was into one. Yeah, I, you know, I don't have his picks committed to memory. Unlike uh, you, I can pull it up one. No, mine is definitely clearly not committed to memory to me. But I'm just, I'm just, I'm just saying. I know that he was on an, on an over win. <laughs> that was a very public play, and I am not touching public overs. That's for sure. Yeah, I don't remember which one. I can't find the sheet. So here's here's my problem with public overs. My problem with public overs is public overs generally. It, there's so many points. It, it, it like tonight, fifty four. It's like fifty four and a half. <laughs> Too many points. I'm I'm giving away my over under experiment already. I'm betting the under right now. I'm t- this is right out the top for the listeners. I'm not I'm not touching that one. That's 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 a free one right out the top. <laughs> Arch, <laughs> do you hate it? No, I don't hate it. I love the under in that game. Love it. Uh, love it. All right. Well, we will get to that game eventually. Okay. But we got so much more to talk about this morning. Uh, Arch, it's been a while since we've convened. How have, how are you? Have you caught Omicron yet? Oh, you know, I had it, and I, I caught it before you. So I was a but little was bit it, more. Oh, was, was that Omicron, or was, it, or I, I was that? I don't know. I got sick. Uh, See, no. I, here's the thing. I, I thought I had the flu. Okay. I took a rapid test, and it came back negative. Uh-oh. So I was like, okay, whatever. My exactly. wife got a ton of rapid tests from work. They accidentally ordered like 10 times more than they needed. So I took it. I'm like, okay, I guess I just have the flu. And then the next day I took it, nothing. And then Max told me after the show um, on Monday morning, as I recall, yeah, because I was feeling shitty over the weekend. Max said, take it again. And I said, so I did Monday. And after I, after the worst, the worst of the symptoms had broke, that's when I tested positive. After all the symptoms, after all the symptoms, after the fever broke and all that kind of just feeling crappy, man. Well, if this isn't a crapshoot, folks, this is a crapshoot. Now it's a crapshoot. If 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 Arch can't nail down these symptoms and he's a person who is a beacon of consistency, <laughs> I mean, uh, with, with a man of that level of consistency, I mean, it's it's just it's this is a total crapshoot, isn't it? It really is. Yeah. <laughs> you know, well, and here's the thing. It's a funny side story. This is the, I, I had to go to Walmart for Christmas because this was like, you know, the, the 23rd. And well, welcome I, to America. I, I, I had you I, should, you should be south of the border if you're going to Walmart on Christmas. My goodness. I hadn't gone to Walmart since March of 2020. And then I get COVID. Uh, I'm just, I'm just saying, I'm not sure if one thing has anything to do with the other, but you know, I'm just saying, man. You know, and here's the thing is I went to Florida, so I was wondering if maybe that was the cause of it. Could be. Maybe because I hadn't gone to Florida in forever since uh, since like the housing crisis. <laughs> You're looking so for I'm, real estate? Yeah. So I'm, I'm wondering I'm wondering if this has something else to do with that. Maybe I mean, it would it would be nice for me to accumulate a little bit more land out here, if you know what I mean. But ah, yeah. that ain't, I mean, I'm not I'm not a super Westerner just trying to accumulate land. I'm, I'm really trying to get a condo, another one. You know, more more property. Just, That's what just, it's about, just right? set up condos. You'd be like the 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 the, the, the condo yeah. baron, the old condo king of Denver. <laughs> Come on out if you need a place to stay, Arch. I got an Airbnb for you. You oh, know it. Yeah. You, you know go. it. And it's it's fashioned just like the mid to late '80s, which is what we are really 
truly, I mean, you guys are here for some betting numbers and this bullshit, but we're not actually going to talk about it. We're going to talk about something from the mid-80s today. You don't know what that is? Lost Highway. Arch, you have, I mean, you asked me to watch a David Lynch film. And when you ask a human to watch a David Lynch film, you must, to some degree, dislike that person. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. The, uh, would, you, would you describe like a David Lynch film to the general public, to folks who have never seen any David Lynch material, and, and you don't have to go full head on them? He's, I would say he's the only American filmmaker, really, who deals with surrealism. I'd say play, right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, very surreal, very surreal. A lot, a, a lot of very interesting visuals, audio. A lot of, uh, frankly, uh, a dreamlike state would be constant to describe his, uh, yeah. his, 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 his art. He has really mastered that feel of being caught in a dream or a nightmare. Oh yes, absolutely. Being being somewhere in between, frankly, a dream right. and, and and wondering whether or not it is reality or not. Right. To, to, I mean, to some degree. I mean, I would have recommended that, uh, you know, Nolan maybe, you know, have a dream or maybe watch a David Lynch movie before he went and made Inception, which <laughs> Inception doesn't feel like a dream at any point in, in, in anywhere in that movie. Right. It, ju it just feels like uh, what, what someone wishes they were dreaming. I mean, well, actually, it may not be your dream because Leonardo DiCaprio was in it. That I think, Right? Isn't that the problem? <laughs> well, yeah. And, uh, it was, maybe it was a little dreamlike because Elliot Page was a woman. I don't know what was going on. <laughs> there's, there's bits. There's bits. Well, listen, you asked me to listen to this movie, to listen to yes. this movie, and uh, to, to speak to the musical portions of a little bit of this movie. And I will tell you, there is there's some real music, not not actually music, like some real music happening. I mean, it's definitely not music. If you heard this in an elevator, you would be unhappy. Like <laughs> that's for real, that's for real. But there's there's uh, it is. Oh my goodness, I just had it on the all music. It's Antonio uh, or Angelo Baldamenti. Baldamenti. Oh my goodness, it is it is almost impossible to pronounce. But it is a man who certainly knows how to set a scene musically and. Uh, specifically, I'm pretty sure Arch, you brought me on to to answer the question as to whether or not Bill Pullman is playing the saxophone in this movie. Uh, more than that, because I mean, <laughs> the, yeah, yeah, exactly. the, the story revolves around a saxophone player, and he right. goes pretty much crazy on stage in one of his solos. Mm -hmm. And I had to ask, is that good saxophone playing? Is that bad saxophone playing? I have no palate here, no, no auditory oh. palate. It is it is absolutely good saxophone play. And there's and there's a couple things that are key to this. First off, if you listen to the entire uh, uh, Lost Highway um, compilation album that has all of the music that includes a bunch of Trent Reznor stuff and everything else. He was the, the uh, producer of the soundtrack, too. Trent was. Yes. If you listen to that to that soundtrack, uh, the song that is in question where where it feels like bull bill pullman is potentially legitimately playing the saxophone as an untrained saxophonist um <laughs> that's the song i think that you're asking about Arch. and mm -hmm. when that song is happening um yes there's absolutely elements that are very raw and um definitely are not what someone who is trying to sound good would play but that is not the effort of of what is on the page or what is uh, being asked of the musicians at that time. And Bob Shepard, who is the saxophonist on the album is playing some unbelievable material. It is not actually Bill Pullman who's playing on that. It is a true trained saxophonist who is absolutely 
making some frankly garbage sounds, but he is doing so in a musical fashion. And that is a, uh, uh, a quintessential trope, I would say, of general musicianship just when you get to your edge. And that, mm. is, that is a sign of, of reaching the edge. Of, Isn't that of, to so some he, degree, and being tired of the music that you're playing? So he's would you say he's, he's like flexing for other musicians? It's I don't even know if it's flexing as much as it is him being tired of the music that he's playing, him being tired of the surroundings. It almost it almost speaks to a disconnect from the musicians that are around him that you put yourself in a position to play in such a way. I don't know. In, in the context yes. of the movie, that becomes very interesting. That thought. Right, right. That 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 you're starting to kind of close your doors now, Arch. You had a lot more deep thoughts about this movie that were not regarding Bill Pullman's nipples. No, no, they were. <laughs> that was your takeaway from the movie, huh? Bill Pullman has weird nipples. Well, I well, that was that was definitely a takeaway. I mean, you asked me to listen to the musicianship of it, and then after the music stopped, that's all I was left with. So. Now, and that's not all that I was left with, but that was one of the things that I was left with. I mean, there, you you mentioned there are other nipples in the movie, so oh yeah. I mean, to, to humans who haven't seen the film, I mean, first off, watch it. Second off, there are nipples. <laughs> Patricia Arquette took the movie, as I recall, she said in an interview because she was trying to get over her fear of nudity. Hmm. And she's nude a lot in this movie. <laughs> fear broken. Yeah. God bless her. Fear, God bless fear. her. Fear broken, that's for sure. Yeah, my goodness. 1996, I want to say right. 1996, really? 97. This came year? out. Yeah, this came out. You can still show nudity in movies that got played in the theater. Oh well, I mean, this speaks to that generation that is uh, creeping up on my generation, potentially, <laughs> potentially having lost so much, having lost so much. But Arch, you have like some truly deep and real thoughts about this film keep, overall about keep it, but keep it tight because i know i wrote well, well like, multiple pages oh well you don't have to keep it tight arch this is the sunday podcast this is we want we want to dig into your brain as much as we want to deal in uh, dig into bill pullman's nipples and so this we need you to bring it all right so i guess we're gonna say spoilers for a 25 year old movie right now right yes yeah, spoilers for a 25 year old movie go for it and if you haven't seen it you should i think it is yes. really good but it, it is a strange one all right so the, 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 i think it's inarguable that bill pullman killed his wife in a jealous rage. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he killed her. <laughs> For real. And then after, I don't know how to say it exactly. After he killed her, he can't deal with what he's done. So he creates a whole new reality in his head. You know, if you guys watch ever watch Sherlock, Sherlock talks about creating a mind palace. It's like a, it's a mental trick to kind of give everything a spatial relationship. If you have a memory of something that happened in, in uh, at the dinner table, you would take that memory and put it in a dining room cabinet. You, you would visualize that. I, I can't do that. I, not at all. But that's what I think that's kind of what the movie is, is this guy's created his house. He's recreated his house in his head and he's trying to hide himself, hide himself from the fact that he killed his wife. I, I, I love that idea and thinking think about that. And it makes so much sense. Uh, you know, honestly, the house itself being a, a, a symbol of him being able to keep things in almost. And uh, the fact that the videotapes are being sent of at first, yeah, just the house on the exterior. Right. You know, that makes that makes sense that it's, oh, I'm showing you what you want to see. Because you, uh, you can hide whatever you want inside of house. Right. right. The videotapes yeah. he gets, they get these mysterious videotapes, three of them. Mm -hmm. each one a different day and first the videotape just shows the house and then later on it penetrates the house 
And then the last one penetrates the house and shows his wife just, uh, you know, mangled and him in, in uh, with like topless and, and with blood all over him. Now, I feel like, first off, you're using the word penetrate very specifically. And mm-hmm. second off, you use the word topless with regards that was to for you. That was Pullman. for you. I, that, was, that was for me. I know that was for me because now I'm just stuck back on Bill Pullman's nipples again. I think penetrate because God, I, we could talk about this movie for hours. Penetrate because everything's happening in layers of his mind. Mm-hmm. You know, there's, there's a part of his mind that's trying to tell him what he's done. It's trying to penetrate in, and it's the videotapes. It's the mystery man. The mystery man is the truth. That he knows what's happened, and it's trying to. Have you ever had something traumatic happen to you, or really, really stressful, and you get that moment of rest, or just like you forget what you know, just for a moment, the, the horror of your situation, and then all of a sudden, like a wave, it comes crashing in on you. Like it could right. be a, a death, or just something really stressful. Mm-hmm. And it's it, it it just like reality. It, it's like you almost forget the reality is still there, and then you are just like greeted by just the grim face of reality, which yes. is, I mean, like so deeply that smiling mystery man. Yeah, that's it. That's that's reality right there. It's fucking. It ugly. is. Yeah. It is. And you know what? Uh, you you had talked about the fact that not just is he holding a camera, but I mean, yeah, we. He, you're the one you, you I'm not going to plagiarize your words here. He's holding a camera at certain scenes of the movie and it's not just a regular camera. No, it looks like a surveillance camera, doesn't it? Exactly. Yeah. And that surveillance camera, it it feels like uh, all of those films that were um, shot inside of uh, Fred's home throughout yes, the film yes. were on that camera, not that specific camera, that, that specific camera and not some like actual real nice, you know, whatever existed at the time camera, some some kind of shit camera that is like a security level camera that right. is like a, a CCTV and is uh, basically, you know, recorded for 24 hours and then re-recorded on top <laughs> of the next 24 hours. That's, 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 that's what it looks like. We've all, know? yeah, we've all, if you've ever worked retail, like in the nineties, you know, oh my God, two thousands, you know what that's all about. Yeah. You oh gotta yeah. Record on the tapes. Oh yeah. Well, and you know, uh, uh, were, were you the one who had talked to me about David Lynch's uh, kind of, uh, his, his, uh, I'm trying to figure out the right word, but towards the camera, his, his thought about cameras, uh, and, and, and vid- videography in general. No, I don't, I don't think I did. I, I thought that generally speaking, he was not a fan of having cameras around him necessarily. Mm. And that was that he was, uh, partially imparting that onto the, uh, to the Bill Pullman Fred character. That's interesting. I didn't know that, that, that that he did that. And when Bill Pullman throughout the movie says, I don't like cameras. And he says early on in the film, uh, when the uh, detectives are in his house, I, uh, he's, he's talking about how he does not like cameras because he likes to remember things the way that he sees them in his head. You know, he he mentions that, that whole thing, you know, clearly with, uh, kind of the vein that you're going down here, aren't mm-hmm. you? that makes complete sense. I would, I would say, Oh yeah. He doesn't Just, want yeah. to see the truth. He wants to remember things the way he remembers them. Exactly. That's why you don't want a camera inside of there. And right. if, if I'm, if I'm not correct, I think that that had something to do with Lynch's inklings also towards having a camera, uh, in uh, to represent true reality. That's interesting. You know, um, film lies. Film is, films and movies lie, but videotape doesn't lie. It's just, it's just there. It's just the truth. It's brutal. Yeah. It's it. It's like it's like. Have you seen uh, David Lynch's Rabbits? 
or whatever was it? Yes, yes. That that one seems like that was recorded just right onto a single camera. I think it was. Yeah, I think I think it was too. That that if 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 you if you enjoy David Lynch stuff and you've never seen that, uh, I would be surprised. First off, but second off. <laughs> You should just actually watch that uh, if you haven't seen it. To, to, to all the people who haven't, who who maybe need something to, I don't know, wake up their children or uh, <laughs> I'm trying I'm trying to think of the right scenarios for that kind of a piece. Arch, could could you speak to what kind of scenario you would play or show? Um, rabbits, rabbits. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I honestly don't know. He he used rabbits again. He took footage from rabbits and used it in um um oh gosh what was it called? Inland Empire. Okay. He used that in the movie. So that that was, and I know the context in that one was the audience didn't really care for it. <laughs> <laughs> well, and you know, I mean, I'll be honest. It seems like the kind of thing that people are not supposed to care for. Like that's it. It seems like to some degree, like the surrealism is 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 something that is not supposed to be necessarily is something that everyone can taste all the time and enjoy tasting all the time no right? but you should, you should give it a yeah, but you should try it you should try oh, it hell just, yes yeah. hell yes it's it's like eating mushrooms you know they may be bitter at first but after a while you just can't stop eating them <laughs> i don't know what you're talking about no you're i'm okay was i was talking about magic mushrooms but oh i i never heard of them you've never heard of them you're in Canada. We okay. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna mail you a package here in a little <laughs> bit, Arch, and we're gonna we're gonna get this straightened out. Well, Arch, you uh, let's transition out of movies and yeah, back yeah. to some reality of sports. All right, you and I are here bright and early this Sunday morning, so y'all know we got all kinds of lines to look at. Every Sunday, I'm checking in with the DJs about how their week's been going, what they're seeing, what they're looking to do in the next week, and what they like today. So, Arch. I'm keeping it simple. Today's the day, right? Today's the day. Today is the day. KC is playing today. How, just heart. Give me, I, I don't want any game analysis. Before <laughs> we get to the my bookie ad read, where's your heart at? Oh, I'm hoping Kansas City wins. Well, oh, duh. Yeah, okay. I mean, come on. Yeah, well, what, do you, what, what do you want from but, me? But, okay, I'm, 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 I'm asking you if you actually, if there's any fear in your heart. I mean, the line. Oh, of course. Of course. If there's any fear in my heart, the Buffalo Bills built this defense with the goal of beating Kansas City. That's their this only goal. And that's why I thought, holy shit, if the Titans win, oh, they're going to be in trouble because the Titans yeah. aren't the Kansas City Chiefs. They're exact, almost like the exact opposite of the Kansas City Chiefs. Right. Whoops. Well, that whoops. <laughs> this is this has been an eventful weekend. I mean, it really the, has with 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 road teams winning the way that they are this weekend. It makes you wonder whether or not we're going to have at least one more of those today. You know, I shot my mouth off earlier this year saying we're not going to see another Tampa Bay Buccaneers. We're not going to see a team on the road just knocking everybody off and going to the Super Bowl. There's fans in the stands again. Right. Welcome. Welcome. Welcome in uh, the Bengals. Yeah, hello exactly. hello bengals yes. for showing up with your skyline chili even though nobody likes noodles and chili oh and that chili's pathetic i didn't it's say ketchup. it ketchup. i didn't say it i didn't say it that's arch those are arch's words those are i love arch's you guys words. i love cincinnati now Cincinnati, baby dude winston i mean two weeks in a row Cincinnati has shown up big for us oh yeah this is this is special and I'm I'm loving that. You know, I, I I'm actually liking following that team from an emotional mindset because I think that they truly Panther has said they're playing like they're they they don't know they should be there. And I think that that's kind of like, well, these are all adult humans who play a sport 
and they would all expect to be there at the end of the season if they do their job right, right? Like, so these these guys are all expecting to, to some degree, be there and show up. What 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 really they're doing is they're just playing with house's money. They're just they're just doing this and they're doing this with a quarterback who's easily under it keeps the team under the cap and it, it, they're they're frankly Russell Wilson and the Seahawks in what was it 2009? Right. Like that was that's 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 what they are right now. That's what that's what they're showing. They're they're flexing in that kind of way and I mean obviously it's going to take one more win out of that team to uh really display that they are at least close to that kind of a team uh like that Seahawks team but for real I I would be afraid of those Bengals and the AFC it is it is a lot less fun than I thought it was going into the playoffs that that's for sure <laughs> well we'll see what tonight brings we will see what tonight brings and speaking of tonight not actually but you could bet on some shit tonight at my bookie all right dgens my bookie with my bookie, you can bet on the NBA, NFL, NHL, UFC, boxing, MLB, and again, I'm bringing it back. The hot celebrity goss, it's back, baby. We're looking at Megan Fox and Machine Gun Kelly. Still, they're they're terrible. They're horrible humans. I'm I'm not telling you that you should bet on this because these are terrible people. But I'm betting that Megan Fox really does actually marry Machine Gun Kelly this year. It's dumb. It's the worst thing. But they have – it's plus money, folks. And I've talked to my people who have an ear on the ground about this shit, and they actually like that one. I'm not joking. They actually like it. So, folks, my bookie is well-traveled, and they offer quality odds on literally People magazine. So sign up now using the promo code AbsoluteDGen so we can keep the lights on around here, and my bookie will give you a bonus deposit of up to $1,000. Whether you're at home, on the go, on your laptop, or – literally just betting on people to get married for people magazine. So then they can get divorced for another star magazine or some other bullshit. You can do that bet when and get paid with my bookie. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly, but then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the hefty renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What is up with Megan Fox and the, her choice of men? I mean, the nine hundred two one zero guy, uh, Brian Austin Green, was there? It's it's this is a problem. Is I mean, a- someone needs to pull her aside and just give get uh, assert her with some yeah, taste, right? Assert Anderson taste. has better taste in men. Oh man, Woofta. that's that 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 has not gone well. Uh, that that relationship has gotten worse over time, has it not? <laughs> Looking one? back at. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking Tommy Lee, but oh, Tommy, I mean, not, not Kid Rock or uh, well, 
I mean, Kid Kid Rock's like a walking meme on a beach. So that's like that's worth something, right? Like, I mean, and get get given given his uh, propensity to wear a swimsuit and be meme worthy. I mean, him and him and Pamela Anderson could, you know, hold hands in that way. Oh, I don't know. I, I got nothing. I got nowhere to take that. <laughs> I've listen. I'm not. I'm not a huge fan of Megan Fox, but. If anything told me that uh, there is a lack of brain behind the cranium that exists in that person, it would be the fact that you are marrying someone, potentially marrying someone who is named after an automatic weapon <laughs> or, has, or who has chose to name themselves after an automatic weapon. It does not simply seem like a good idea. No, it doesn't. She should find a macho man like an Aaron Rodgers. Yes, yes. Or like like maybe maybe a prime macho man Randy Savage. Oh well that's, yeah, that's, yeah. that's even closer to maybe what would be right for her, right? Is Lucky listening? Is Lucky listening? No idea. <laughs> let's hope let's hope he is and caught that ref. Uh Arch, let's get into the games today. We got the LA Rams at the Bucks. Now the Bucks have been minus two and a half three all this last week. And I hate to say it. I just like those bucks. I think I think they're gonna pull it off. Hard to bet against Tom Brady. It really is, man. And I pro I probably shouldn't be doing this given the way the dogs are winning this this weekend. But frankly, I think the bugs bucks are gonna show up and they're going to show up as the class of the NFC, given the Packers have opened the door for Raymond James Stadium being the place that the NFC championship game has to run through. Arch do you disagree with this? A little bit. I, I, I do a little bit. I like the Rams. I couldn't bet them on the show. I'm still struggling to you know, talk myself into taking them plus the three. I, I just can't quite get there because it is betting against Tom Brady. But I do think the Rams match up pretty nicely with the uh, Buccaneers. The problem with the Rams is their margin for error is small. It seems Agreed. like it seems like when they make mistakes, it's it, 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 they really struggle to overcome them. Yeah, you, they they have to be KOing Buda Baker to be you know on their on their high level. That's right. that's we, they're the anti Bengals. They really are. They 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 are they are the kind of team that is not going to just out of and we're saying this right now. And goodness knows, like you know, week one of the season, they were dropping bombs on teams, and we were thinking, oh, there's a crazy offense in here, and now they have Odell Beckham added on top of that. But I feel exactly what you feel that this team is formulaic to some degree and has a difficulty in scoring fast points and being able to do what we all expect Aaron Rodgers to regularly be able to do. <laughs> well, not in the playoffs, but in well, the regular season. Right, in the in the regular season, not in the playoffs. Buy your Rodgers shirt, folks. Yeah. Buy your Rodgers shirt. Yeah, I don't I don't envision the Rams or, or the Bucks peeing down their legs like the Packers and the Titans did this, this yesterday. I feel like they're going to stand up a little bit better. Now, this game, was this the game that was at? No, this this was the game that was like 47 and a half, right? It's at the total in this one is like 47, 48. Yeah, 47, 48. It's right in that zone. And frankly, you know, when I see things that are over 45 and I think that there's this thin margin for error, it's either going to fly over or it's frankly just it's easier to just bet the under on this kind of shit. Because I think that 45 is what we're looking at for the game like this. I, I think, yeah. So I am I am also going to bet on the other. I'm double dipping. I've had a fine weekend. I hit I hit both bets yesterday. So I'm riding on house money. I'm 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 going to bet all kinds of dumb shit today, Arch. And oh, I've got I've got the under with you. I'm 100. percent 
Okay, well, I guess that doesn't make it dumb shit anymore if you're on the same thing, Arch, because you tend you tend to do good stuff, except for yesterday's spread best, but oh, no yeah, big yeah, deal. Yeah. No big deal. Listen, you were the antagonist that uh, prevented us from having a KOD, actually. And it's that, true. I saved you. But yes, you saved us. You say you saved us and allowed us to make money, is what you actually did. We and we all and we all love you for it. You we, can tip. You can tip. I, I accept tips. <laughs> I'll give you just the I'll tell you that much. Whoa. Okay. All right. Let's move on to the next game before it gets too hot in the podcast I don't have Bill, studio. I don't have Bill Pullman like style nipples. You <laughs> might not be interested. <laughs> I can't take my eyes off you from your arch. <laughs> with those, with those, if, if if you had those very strangely large and round and very dark nipples on a weirdly just what I would say putty looking chest, if I had to describe it. Oh my goodness. That was just he was the president of the United States, man. Calm down. Okay. Well, he's he's built like the current president of the United States. <laughs> <laughs> That's and he was like half his age in that film. So I'm I'm judging him for it. Okay. I will judge judgment judgment decreed. Okay. I'm sorry. Okay. You're in Hollywood. You can fix your nipples. Okay. Right? You they have surgery so. for that. Right. Give me a give me give me a nip lift. Give me give me uh sorry, he needs a nip bleaching. And uh, and uh, and uh, de-sizing or uh, we're coming up with all kinds of plastic surgery uh, this weekend. The bone peel. Yeah, this is the bone peel. I love the bone peel arch. I love we we, we were trying to for the for the listeners who weren't privy to the pre-show a couple of days ago. Arch and I were trying to figure out uh, what kind of elective surgeries I'm going to get so that I can burn more sick time. If any of you actually have some uh, elective surgeries that I can use to burn some sick time, please hit me up at sexy maxi on twitter because i could use some of those just saying just saying i i need some reasons to burn that sick time there you go <laughs> let's get to the last game today it is the buffalo bills at the kansas city chiefs man this is the one this is the one arch and it feels like it is close as hell vegas is telling us it's gonna be close as hell it's a point and a half right point and a half down from what it opened at two and a half didn't it yeah, it opened mm. at two and a half, and it's down. <sighs> I don't hate that. <sighs> hate those numbers. Hate those weird numbers like this. I mean, I'm not. I'm not gonna do uh, an impression of Panther on this, but there's there's some Vegas agreeing, to say the least. <laughs> here with with that line getting so close to zero, I'm, I'll be honest. I did, I did, did using the word did, like the Bills. I can't look. I I can't look away from this line moving down and seeing the Chiefs just to win by two, just to win by two. Chiefs just to win by two. That is, that to me seems like the sensical, correct, and right play. And Spags, if this doesn't happen, I am going to put this solely on your shoulders. Okay, you can take my multiple Chipotle burrito bet away, and I and I'm going to I'm going to hold that against you for the rest of my effing life. <laughs> Okay, if you if you don't do this, because I am going to bet on the Chiefs to win this game. I have multiple Super Bowl bets on the Chiefs. I have multiple other things going. I mean, it's mostly Chiefs and Bucks reaching the Super Bowl together related. I'll mm-hmm. be honest. I think I think I think that we're we're either headed towards that or it's uh, uh, Panther has been beating the drum of the what's a good story and what is a good story. The Panther, or sorry, pan, the uh, the 49ers and the Bengals. That's what Panthers has been talking about. The 49ers and the Bengals. They have met 
Uh, wasn't that the only Super Bowls that the Bengals have gone to? Yeah, twice and lost the 49ers twice. Exactly. That is that is juicy. That is starting to become a reality after today. And I'll be honest, I'm 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 kind of liking buying into that idea. I'm kind of, I'm kind of hoping that we get to see that. That sounds like a lot of fun. It sounds like a mess, but it sounds like a lot of fun. And <laughs> I mean, uh, the people the people who bought those like gazillion dollar ads are maybe uh, kicking themselves for what they did if that's the case. But <laughs> I would like to. I would enjoy watching that game. Oh, I enjoys football with all the teams left. I I don't think you can find a matchup I wouldn't be interested in. Agreed. I like all these teams. I, I I'm worried about you. You have one Jimmy G standing between you and that bet. Oof. Well, and that is that is one big Jimmy G that is in the way. Oh my God, he was trying to lose that game yesterday. Absolutely. Well, and if it, if it wasn't for the uh, third team on the field, and I'm speaking of the special teams, not the officials, in this one scenario, if, if it wasn't for the special teams showing up big time oh. for the 49ers, I feel like that game literally turned on that one play. It was it was all about that one play, and I was in in the middle of performing when this was happening, oh. so I saw that play happen and it felt like a frank momentum shift as i was shifting left and right dancing to the beat uh for a corporate party ah as you were playing billy joel covers you would you just noticed that <laughs> right right i was piano manning oh. well, well well this was well this was happening it was it was it was the perfect soundtrack to to watching an nfl game turn on its head yeah that was that was horrible what i mean and and somebody posted a screenshot on twitter that when the 49ers kicked the, the game-winning field goal, the Packers only had 10 men on the field. What What is going on there in Green Bay? What What is this level of, of detail that you guys are just not caring about? You're that fucking good, huh? You're that fucking good that you can just not worry about shit like this. It makes me feel like McCarthy was still, like the spirit of McCarthy uh-huh. is still is still just like, you know, pushed through from last week to this week somehow. Embarrassing. Just embarrassing. It's- I, I, yeah, that, that is embarrassing, but I mean, beyond that, it's, you could sense the, the, the disintegration of that team as, as it was happening, like in the moment after that special teams play, after the 49ers blocked the punt, you could, you could smell it almost from your Mm -hmm. television Mm -hmm. and you do not need smell vision to, to, to sense it. (laughs) You you did not need smell vision to catch that. Like you could just see it. And I mean, I was when I when I saw the Packers starting that drive, I was concerned because to me, I was uh, the the drive that followed the uh, uh, the 49ers score on that special teams play. I was watching that play and I was thinking to myself, my goodness, the Packers are already just packing it in and just playing for a field goal right now. And they're putting it on Mason Crosby's shoulders already. And that is bad. That is that is bad. And all he did is go backwards have to give the ball back to the 49ers and give them the chance to keep the game-winning field goal. And, I mean, you know, what would have been more interesting than Robbie Gold kicking a field goal? What's would, that? Would have been Mason Crosby kicking that field goal. Oh, yeah, that, that, would, have that would have been interesting. That, that would have been the only thing that would have made that more interesting is seeing uh, Mason Crosby have to kick that uh, a field goal of that magnitude yeah. for that team. But to be frank, it was – it was set up and the golden leg showed up. He did. He, <laughs> he did. did. He did. He, he, he truly did. And those 49ers, they are, they're, they're going to give trouble as long as the quarterback shows up to whomever they play, but just don't show up. Just, just be nice. Be calm. Don't fuck up that bad. That's all. That's, that's it. This is game manager right here. 
That's oh, well, and my goodness, that is—is is that not what they signed up Jimmy G to do? Mm-hmm. Just game manage, and you know, it's so funny they drafted a guy like Trey Lance, you know, because it seems like he is such a juxtaposition to that, uh, to that mindset. Like, like you would almost have to switch offenses to, to, to run it with a guy like Trey Lance, unless, unless they're going to try and make Trey Lance just be a nice, polite person who doesn't commit penalties or uh, turnovers. Which yeah, I, that, that might be. It might just you know just show up on time and and don't and don't snap the ball you know after your man's in while your man's in motion. Just let him get set and then snap the ball. God, that was now that was Jimmy G trying to lose the game right there. Absolutely, he that was Jimmy G this. trying to lose the game. Yeah, the last week that was that was yeah. that was a, yeah. that was that was a couple weeks ago. Now, okay, Arch, do you have any NBA or NHL for me today? No, no, just all NFL. I love it now. I'm an idiot though. I do have one NBA bet. Oh, I'm I'm looking. I I got one. I got one thing to bring up. Got one thing to bring up. Brooklyn Nets. All right, my Minnesota Timberwolves, and I need my Timberwolves to lose some games because they're kind of doing too well. And I think tonight's a night that they lose the game. Mm-hmm. They they are uh, technically at home a favorite here against the Brooklyn Nets, a team that frankly can show up and they. They have a lot of players who could show up, who could do well. And so I'm going to bet on the Timberwolves losing and the Brooklyn Nets winning this game outright. It's a two and a half points, so it must be a plus 125, something around there. Something something that I'm, I'm going to pallet and it's going to fix some bad decision that I made today because there's no way that I that I'm that I'm all good on my NFL bets today. So I need to add one more in <laughs> to make this an odd number bets of a day. Mm-hmm. And that's and that will fix my day. I just it has to be an odd number, Arch. I like. Yeah, I'm with you. Do you do do you do odd number bets or you, you just bet what the old uh, CS:GO spreadsheet tells you? Yeah, right, right. Yeah, I mean, I have a detailed spreadsheet that tells me what to bet, how much to bet. Yeah, it's all based on some you know, I don't want to say theories, hypotheses, hypotheses. Well, well, it, it it's it's built on your smart brain, right? Uh-huh. It's built on a brain, my brain. I don't know if this, that's it. Yeah, but I like that play. The Nets plus three or money line. Yeah, sure. I think there's some value there. I really do. Listen, I just know that my Timberwolves, if we're going to talk about a team that could win or lose to anybody on any night, I mean, the Timberwolves historically are that team. Historically, they are that team. And I, it's easy to bet on history, but I'm I'm betting on that history. I'm 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 going to lay into that history because there's no way that they are making the playoffs regularly. They are <laughs> going to make the play in tournament. They have to make the play in tournament. I I financially put myself on them making the play in tournament. If they don't make the play in tournament, I'm not buying the saxophone that I want to buy this year. Okay, this is this has got to happen. They need to do this. All right, and they're going they're going to make the play in tournament. They're Almost too good to. That's my fear. All right. I've got nothing to follow up for that. That's that's all you, man. <laughs> Listen, I no one is coming to you on a Sunday morning with Timberwolves analysis like this. Okay? No, no. We're talking I'm about sorry. 25-year-old movies. We're talking about nipples, Timberwolves. <laughs> I mean, a lot of nipples. And that's important. Nipples, I mean, Arch, I'm going to take it home after this. Tell us yes. about nipples or anything else that you want to say. Uh, yeah, I I, I just be careful that's all i would say be careful i feel like both these games have real potentials to go under which means ugly games i think these might be some kind of live betting kind of games i i don't anticipate both or all these teams just kind of peeing down their legs and not showing up so if somebody gets up i think you know i think that you know you can probably bet the other side that's what i think it's going to be these some close games 
at least in the first half kind of a thing you mean yeah 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 keep an eye on it yeah like 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 you know buffalo goes up 10 hmm. well yeah I, that's the question if kansas city gets down can they come back anymore we don't know we'll find out i mean are you live betting that yeah yeah buffalo gets up 10 i'm gonna take i'm gonna take i'll take whatever kansas city's getting if buffalo's up 10 just because yeah say it's plus eight plus you know seven and a half and something like that yeah so so, yeah yeah i i would i would absolutely do that and i would do that absolutely if the same thing happened the opposite direction oh (laughs) to be be real to be real you know if you see this number get that much better for on either side you take it You, Mm -hmm. you you take it it feels like Feels like this is going to be a close game no matter what. And so if there's any difference at any point in the game, it makes all the sense in the world to take that difference and bet that it's going to disappear. I sorry, Arch, go for it. No, I said that's right. That's right. What I'm thinking too. I think these are going to be some close games. I love it. Well, DJs, let's watch some close games this Sunday. That's all that we have got for you this morning. So Come on out to AbsoluteGeneracy.com so you can buy yourself a t-shirt. You can follow the podcast on Twitter at BettingAbsolute. I'm at Maxi. So come on over, say hi to us, and when it's all set and done, let's make some money, fools. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.